0: are you an avid reader searching for wholesome books have you been searching for new and exciting adventures or uplifting biographies how about escaping in a fictional novel a wholesome fictional novel that is then christianwritersbookstore.com is for you
1: today we have a guest named kim langling she has written uh several different books um but her book her Imperfect Masterpiece is set to be out in October 2020. Um, Kim has been writing for over 16 years and she's going to share with us how her writing has, has, uh, has changed over those years as she has grown in, in faith. So uh, here she is.
2: Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be here with you this morning. Um, Yes. I started writing 16 years ago. It was a bit of a fluke. Uh, A local newspaper asked me to um, maybe interview some local veterans, because I'm a veteran myself, to interview some local veterans and share their stories, and they gave me a monthly column. 16 years ago, I'm not educated in writing. It's just something that um, I found out as I went on this journey that I was naturally gifted with. And 16 years ago, I was not at a great place in my faith. So looking back, I see how my writing has transitioned. Um, I was a little colder. Um, My heart wasn't quite as open to uh, God's grace, I guess. I didn't recognize it. For what it was. Um, But as I went on the journey of interviewing so many veterans and hearing their stories uh, from the Korean War, I interviewed three different um, former prisoners of war from Korea and Vietnam. And hearing those stories, I took those stories, they they went right into my heart and I ended up carrying them for a while. Um, And that's when I realized these gentlemen were sharing probably the worst times in their life and they were smiling and laughing through the interview and saying you know even in the midst of war and all that darkness and it might be nothing but depending on where in the world they were there's always one flower that's blooming somewhere whether it's in the coming up through the cracks of rubble somewhere there's and i get tear i get teary eyed <laughs> on this um But they, you know, all these years later, decades later, and they had such strong faith, most of them, not all of them. um, And I pray for them daily. But uh, they had such strong faith, and it grew over time when they came home. Um, Some of them weren't welcomed back very nicely, but they still found that faith in that spark. And that must have resonated with me and settled in my heart at some point over the years. Cause I look back and I see how I wrote 16 years ago and now how I write, it's much more now is much more heartfelt and God led. Um, my niche is uh, short stories and interviewing folks. And I love doing that because everybody has a story to tell and everybody has a journey that they've went on that can potentially help someone else someone who's sitting in a dark spot and they don't know where to turn and their heart might be closed off and they might read something and that might just break a little crack in their heart and think oh maybe i'm not alone because i thought i was alone for a long time i believed in god but i didn't like him um and that's just you know i'm i'm always honest and i went through a very tough time when i was in the military and i carried that with me and I let it weigh me down for years years and when I was able to when my heart actually opened up to God and I felt his presence it was like my soul cracked open and it was so hard and so painful because I was letting that go and I'm thinking this is me I can't let this go this is such a big chunk of me and uh it's painful when you let that stuff go and let God in, and it's to me it wasn't easy, and it's not an easy journey being a christian it's not um, you have to work at it, and your belief in your faith has to drive you you can't let outside forces, people, society, it's all coming at you with these little poison darts all the time, and you've just got to you have to let all of that bounce. Um, my my new mantra lately that I've been saying for the last several months is let fear bounce. I can't let all that outside stuff drop fear on me because that's just Satan, the way I look at it. I call him the D-man. Uh, that's just D-man shooting off his poison darts at me. And I'm like, you know, bring it on, D-man. I'm letting them all bounce. They're bouncing. 16 years ago, they probably would have landed exactly where he wanted them to, um, but now Through writing, and I have found that writing has been so cathartic to me. And I walk my dog, I'm outside all the time. I love being outside. And that is where I feel those little nudges and those little whispers from God. Because I used to think, who are these? What are these people saying when they hear God or God spoke to them? They are full of it. I didn't believe them at all. And the first time that I actually heard them, it was literally a whisper, and it came from behind me. I will never, ever forget it because I got goosebumps all over and I stopped in my tracks and just looked around and going, whoa, wow. And then over the next few days, other things started happening and I'm going, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, this is what I'm supposed to listen to. Not all this other crud, but uh, I don't know if that answers your question. I'm going to, I keep rambling, I'm sorry. I'm a rambler, <laughs> but that's kind of how the transition happened and how my writing started. It was, it was just a, a random thing. Well, seemingly random. Looking back now, I see exactly how God set me on a certain path and where am I at now actually writing a devotional type testimonial book. 16 years ago, never would have thought of doing that and sharing, sharing such personal things and how God shaped that and used it for good you know that's I never would have seen that coming um and now I look back and say wow I'm really glad I listened
1: uh no worries uh no question was asked but thank you for (laughs)
0: um
1: no I I definitely get the rambler uh the rambling thing I have to remind myself to sometimes Michael you stop talking stop talking (laughs) so um but you you uh nailed on actually the kind of first thing I want to know is how your writing has changed Um, since when you started 16 plus years ago? And are there like genres that you're like, I don't feel comfortable sharing with anymore or ever?
2: I prefer to stay away from the dark stuff. I Life is not always light. And the folks that I talk to are some of the stories and a lot of my own personal stories are kind of dark. I think I shared one with you. I sent one to you. Um, and it was actually entitled "Darkness Speaks," and that's you know from my own personal journey. I live with PTSD, post-traumatic stress from um, an incident in the military, and at times in the middle of the night, uh, that darkness comes. And um, I have learned over the years how I can face it down. Before I would, uh, I would not. Um, I just let it settle on me and that's not good or healthy. Um, But now there are, you know, there are times you're like, no, not today, D-man, not today. You know, you're not, you're not settling in. I'm not opening the door to you. You know, Um, they say God knocks, you know, knocks on the door. I truly believe that the D-man does as well. He doesn't always blast his way in. He knocks. Depends on your mood and your emotional state and where you're at. Sometimes it's like, you. you it, to me anyways, it feels like you're opening the door and you're like, well, come on in D-man, just totally trash my day today. You know, it's like you welcome them in and uh, knowing you're doing it. Um, so when I recognized that, I realized, you know, I got I to gotta stand up for myself against him, you know, and say, hey, I know who I am. I'm, I'm a child of the one true king and he's got me covered and his angel armies got me covered it took me a long time to realize that, that I had the power to make sure that the D man stayed away or that I could kick his butt right out the back door. You know, that it took me a while. And I, I, I often wonder if that's how it is for other people, you know, if it takes them a while to, to realize that they have the strength to keep that away from them.
1: Yeah. I, um, I definitely have struggled with uh the dark thoughts kind of thing like um i deal with anxiety and depression and and stuff and uh questioning certain um spiritual things like am i saved it's can god really love someone like me and it's uh it's definitely a, a challenge i find and um i go to i think it's in james 2 i think it's james 2 where it says um uh what does it say? Trust in the Lord and the devil will flee from you, or or some yeah. some yeah.
2: One of the ones I like is um John 1, uh verse 5. It's the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Mm. It's just such a simple sentence. And sometimes it depends on where you're at sometimes i'll see that or read it and i'll be like "Eh, yeah i'm having a crap day you know but then if you really open your heart and read it and realize what it's saying it's just such a short simple sentence but it's so true the darkness cannot overcome the light It, it cannot and you have to have the strength to see it and believe it um is I, too, suffer with depression and anxiety. That goes right along with PTSD. So, I I, uh, I can resonate with what you're saying. Because um, there are days it's like, how can I possibly worthy, be worthy enough for God to love? You know, who am I? Um, that's a tough one some days. It really is. That gets me all worried. I'm, I'm getting all teary-eyed here. Um, that's a tough one. And those some of those days can be really difficult and you just have to remember. But usually God puts somebody in your path or puts words in front of you that remind you. I've noticed that more and more as well, that someone will be put in your path to remind you you are worthy because in your eyes and his eyes, in God's eyes, you're a masterpiece.
1: We're just all works in progress, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> none of us are perfect that's for darn sure <laughs> you uh, mentioned this how uh, god uh you messaged to me you said nudge from god but you messaged i don't know message. you said that uh god spoke to you behind your shoulder um to rearrange your focus how did god uh get your attention to do so
2: it's simple little things um and a lot of times it's when i'm outside walking i might be walking having a bad day i might be crying and praying and you know just asking god i have no idea what i'm supposed to do what is my purpose you know and then all of a sudden like literally sunshine will hit a dewdrop, just in the perfect way and it sparkles like a diamond and it's so beautiful and it just that little tiny thing catches my attention and I just sit there and I'm like, that is absolutely gorgeous and there's no other way that that could happen without God doing it. So little things like that, and it might, it might sound strange to some people, but I firmly believe that's how he catches my attention because I'm outside all the time. He He made me the way I am and I'm out there enjoying nature all the time with my dog. We are walking all the time. and I've noticed so often in the last few years that when I'm outside and I'm having a bad day or I'm in a dark spot, there's always something in nature that catches my attention. It might be a fox that I see trotting down the path in front of me and it just stops me and I'm thinking, and I'm in awe at the beauty of it. Or a deer, you know, a buck that comes walking across our path and it's only 15 feet in front of me, not afraid at all. And we look at each other and I'm going, how beautiful. And then I say thank you God for giving me that moment. And it brings me back. So I think that that in nature that's how God talks to me. That's that's how I feel. That's I firmly believe that. And I get those little whispers, you know, like stop. Just stop, Kim, and be still for a minute. And here, I'm going to put this in front of you. <laughs> you know, that's how I that's how it comes to me. Just just be still. Just be still for a minute, and uh, it usually works. He's pretty good at that, actually.
1: <laughs> so you're working on a three uh, anthology series called "When What's It Called? When Grace Found Me: Real Life Stories of of Women of Faith." Are you working on this with with others?
2: Yes. Uh, each book is going to have uh, 20 women and they're all sharing their stories of when Grace found them. Um, the first book will be released in November, uh, which is coming up very soon. So it's kind of, it's kind of uh, getting exciting. Um, all of the stories have come in for the first volume and it's women from around the world. Actually, I've got a lot from Europe and all over the United States. And um, it's gonna be amazing because they're all sharing stories most of them at this first book they've never shared their story before and for whatever reason they felt strongly led to do it at this time and as they're coming in and i'm reading through them they are amazing and i'm thinking this is just 20. this is just 20 women can you imagine imagine the stories that could be put down in words and sent out there into the world And where they land is where God wants them to land, you know, whether it's an e book or a physical book, and those stories land in in people's hands. I have this vision in my head, and I've had it since I came up with the idea of doing these books. There is a young lady sitting with her head in her hands. And that's the vision in my head. She's sitting with her head in her hands, and it's a very defeated pose. And when this book, came into my mind to do as a collaborative project, you know, get all these different ladies to share their stories. I picture that young lady with her head in her hands. She's the one who needs to read one of these stories. Maybe not all of the 20 stories are going to resonate with her, but I, I bet you one will, and it could change her day or possibly change her heart. And I felt so strong about that. And I know that that's a God thing. I know that it is for sure and so i'm just going to keep on going as long as he keeps nudging me to do so so first book is out in november second one hopefully february and then the third one hopefully in april or may of 2021 so we're going to do three of them and i've got enough ladies that are reaching out to me now saying hey i'd love to i'd love to be a co-author in the second volume or the third volume so god's doing his thing he's doing his thing and i hope that the books do I'm, I'm trying to be the best uh vessel for god at this time to get those stories out there and i just hope that i do it justice that's i hope that i do it justice and i i just know it's going to change people i just know it will
1: that's uh that that's awesome that's i a lot of the um christian authors that i've been talking to they a lot of them are, are women and they talk about um i, I don't get into it too much because i feel like i I would be completely ignorant of everything, <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of issues that that women uh, come together to um, to work on. I was just talking to a woman yesterday, and she uh, she's a minister, and she has a, a women's conference down. In, I think in Nashville, I think it is, and um, another woman, she's in um, she's in the UK and. In uh, I think Nigeria, she did. Uh, she's given over six thousand gifts and toys to women in in prison there with with children. And anyway, I just want to say that's um, yeah. I wish you best of luck with that because uh, it's it's a it's a seems to be a very big um, a big audience and a big a big issue that. That women need to know that they're they're together and uh and i feel like men are failing <laughs> at coming together to to spur one another and h- encourage one another um but this actually uh, kind of brings us to our next topic is you've written a book or are writing a book called imperfect masterpiece which will you say is solely your Uh, your book it's a it's a testimony devotional so uh, what is your main uh, main audience that you're trying to target anyone who has struggled with their faith Um,
2: probably mostly Christian women but it's that's simply because I'm a female writing the book Uh, many of the stories that are shared in there are I call them Wow God moments Um, when you looking back, you realize, wow, that was God that did that. Um, or that was God that brought me through that. There's just, there's so many different, um, and some of the stories, there are things that I've written down over the years and I've, I've just tweaked them and, you know, made them readable. Um, but one, one story, one thing that recently happened, and I know it was a God thing. And I feel that people are. They are generally hesitant, I'll put it that way, to share their faith publicly, Um, to pray publicly. They feel embarrassed or think, oh, I can't do that in front of these people. You know, you get all, and I used to be one of those people, and then I realized, not anymore, No, If people, if it makes people uncomfortable because they hear me praying in public, Good, <laughs> good because if they're uncomfortable, then they're hearing it, and that might be that little mustard seed that they needed to have hit them in the face, <laughs> you know. Um, but one recent uh, encounter I had, I was stopping at the veterinarian's office to pick up some medication for my dog, like heartworm medication or something like that, and the, this was right at the beginning of the pandemic, so it was very The place was packed, but you had to all stay away. No one really knew what they were doing. There was no masks and stuff at that time, but the place was packed. So I'm standing there waiting. They told me I could walk in, quickly grab my stuff and leave. That was not the case. So I ended up standing in a corner because that was the only spot left. An older lady walks in. She walks right up to the counter and she says, I would like to pay ahead of time. So she pays and she walks out the door. No one else is paying attention to her, but she's got my full attention. She comes back in with a carrier and she sits down. She finds a chair, sits down, opens the carrier and pulls this cat out and starts hugging on her cat. And she's just sobbing. And I'm thinking, oh, goodness, she brought that cat here to have it put down. And my heart broke for her. And no one else is paying attention to her. Not a single person. Not one person offered solace or comfort or anything. And that got my hackles up a little bit, <laughs> and I my name was called, so I go up, I pay for my medication, and as I'm starting to pay, this lady is just sobbing, and I hear no one going to her. So I literally grabbed all my stuff, put it through the window to the lady, you know, the receptionist, turned, went across the room, kneeled at this lady's feet. And said, dear heart, I have a feeling you're here for one of the tough things that you have to do for your your sweet pet. I want to pray for you. You could hear a pin drop in that room. It just totally went silent. And I sat there on my knees, holding on to the cat and this woman's hand. And I prayed with her. I was crying with her. And no one else said or did anything. And I finished praying with her and she said, thank you. And she was just sobbing. You know, I felt so hard, so bad for her. And I got my stuff and I left. I cried all the way home. And on Facebook, I shared that story. I said, I'm not doing this for any accolades or pats on my back, but I'm just doing this because more people need to do this. This was a hurting heart and no one was doing anything. And the next day I got a private message from a lady and she said, I am the daughter of the lady who you prayed with yesterday at the veterinarian's office. And she came home and said, uh, there was a lady I've never met before that got on her knees and prayed over me. And I think her cat's name was Charlie. She said, prayed over me and Charlie. And you have no idea what this lady did for me because apparently her husband had passed away three months before that. So she had all kinds of grief going on. And a stranger, which was me, prayed for, but um, I I had an internal struggle at first sitting there at the counter. I'm thinking, oh, I need to pray. Should I? Should I? And it was just a resounding, yes, you need to pray with her. (laughs) You know, only took me a couple seconds, but I, I did it. And that next day, receiving that message from her daughter, I mean, through Facebook, I don't know who these people are. I've never met them. But someone shared it and someone shared it and it ended up in her daughter's, in front of her daughter. And her daughter reached out to me personally and said, thank you. You have no idea what you did for my mother last night. That is a God moment. And those are the types of stories I share in that book.
1: I think that's, that's amazing. I um, For the past maybe decade or so, I've been going to... Um, various churches that uh talk about spiritual gifts and you know hearing the voice of God and stuff but I cannot tell you how many times I've wept in the back of a church because I lost a loved one and uh nobody comes to me so uh just for you to um to recognize that someone hurting that that you can help someone who's hurting I think that is um just such evidence of the holy spirit working in you
2: we need more of that people have to quit being afraid to show that because a lot of christians are i mean how often do you pray with a stranger in public not often (laughs) not often you know, I, I think we need more of that. And I think God's calling us to do more of that. Look at the world right now. Look, It's a mess. <laughs> you know, so I think, I, you know, that's just me. It's my opinion. I think more people just need to, you know, you can't walk on water unless you step out of the boat. That's all there is to it. And it's going to make you uncomfortable. But God never said it was going to be easy either
1: you are you're starting a whole new whole new topic that uh, i don't i know, I don't, I know. <laughs> um, but no uh you know it's uh, and i'm gonna go with this topic because i want to <laughs> um but uh you know at uh, our church that that my wife and i are going to now we're very focused on on praying that prayer 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 and that's that's great nothing to criticize that but after like three months of this social isolation stuff with the covid Stuff is around June, I think, and I just poured into. We've been doing uh, church and life groups on on the internet, like we are now, and um, I just poured into them, saying, "Guys, I'm falling apart here." And you know, they prayed for me, but like when there's not a follow-up to um to prayer, when there's not a, a connection, I guess. You know, there there are people that I pray for because. I don't even know what's going on in their lives I haven't spoken to them in since my childhood or whatever um, but you know being able to just prayer with action you know James says faith without deeds is dead uh, um, Jesus parable about the, uh, the Good Samaritan is another example that's been on my mind lately that anyway my, I just want to, um, I don't know if you need a congratulations, but, um, or thank you. Thank you for going out of, uh, getting out of the boat of comfort and uh, and letting people know that they are being seen and that you care for them.
2: Keep trying. It seems, it seems you know what I've noticed is um, once you start recognizing that and you actually start doing that, I mean, it's not comfortable all the time. It's, it's not. Um, but I've noticed that God's putting more and more of those instances in front of me. (laughs) And there are times I'm going, oh my goodness, again, you want me to do this again right now, right here, right now. And then I laugh at myself saying, you're questioning God, Kim, um, you know, you're not going to win an argument with him. (laughs) I'm like, okay, okay, I'll do it. All right. You know. This internal debate I have in my head. I'm going, you can't argue with God because you're not going to win. <laughs> but I've noticed he's been, he, he's been putting more and more of that in front of me lately. I have noticed that.
1: Well, as long as you don't get swallowed by a fish, I think you're doing pretty good.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think I'm good then. <laughs> um.
1: So I'm going to have to go another direction but um i hopefully we can do another conversation on on just the power of prayer and uh anyway okay i'm gonna just give you the last uh last question this is actually about your website um so so you have uh three other books which is revival revival women embracing their superpowers volume one inspire women's stories of accomplishment and uh no, encourage, encourage and Influence, and a magazine called Motivate. Yes. Um, would you like to share a bit on uh, on these works?
2: The, the two books, they're actually, um, I was a co-author in them with other women, kind of like the books I'm doing now with When Grace Found Me. Um, the Inspire was done, I think, in 2014. And so that was the first time I was officially, like, published in a book. Because, um, like I said, I've been doing the, like, the the newspaper article, the column and stuff, for, for 16 years. Uh, the second book just came out last year, The Revival. And it's, a, again, another co-author type thing, collaborative project. And um, Motivate is a new magazine out of the uh, United Kingdom. It's part of a networking group that I'm in this lady came up with the idea she said you know what we need a global magazine for small business owners and freelancers and things like that and i had that was the first edition that came out and i made the cover of it which was that was kind of that was uh weird um because i was like oh my goodness look at that's my face on (laughs) on the cover of a magazine Uh, but i have an article in there too and um they the the editorial team on that end they said that they they enjoy how i write because i i take the reader by the hand and walk them through what i'm seeing um and that was a huge compliment to, to know that um this uneducated person you know i i'm not educated in journalism or anything like that i went into the military i didn't go to college i went into the military um but to to have people say you know that your stories are poetic and that they really hit them in the heart um, or they made them laugh or they made them actually you know tears coming down their face. Um, I'm kind of proud of that, you know, not trying to be vain, but I know it's not me who, God gave me that gift for a reason. And I think that he's letting that gift shine in the last couple of years now because that's the timing that he wanted it to happen because I've been feeling lately there's some sort of I'm in some sort of transition right along with this crazy world we're in some sort of transition and uh I personally feel it I can physically feel it sometimes this transition and I know it's God doing his thing and he's not letting me know exactly what it is he he wants me to do yet um so I'm just following I'm, I'm following and doing what I think he he wants me to do and I firmly believe he'll tell me if I'm not doing it right. So, <laughs> um, I'm just following his nudges. It, that's what I call them. I call them nudges. Um, that little, you know, shove on the back of your head. And sometimes it's a two by four up against the back of your head when you're not listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, um. That's how things started, actually, with, was with those two books in the magazine, um, and that magazine being the most recent. That, when that came out, and I had such good feedback from people from all over the world that I've never met before, and this, you know, talking about the story that I shared. And I'm like, oh, thank you, God. Okay, now, okay, I see, I see your timing happening. I see how we're going, you know, so I'm rolling with it until he tells me to stop. <laughs>
1: that's that's amazing i'm I'm, uh, I'm glad you're writing. I'm glad you're able to influence people I, I thank you for your your service in the military. Um, I thank you yeah for the for your time that you've you've shared with us your uh, your website will be in the description below so anybody listening um, can check that out if your book will also be the books that are available will be on um uh, the christian writers bookstore uh, dot com again it'll be in the description. Uh, below and if you ever need any more any help, if you ever want to look for a place to write, we have uh, guest blogging and such available for you. Um, but uh, you should have such an amazing story. I'm I'm glad we are able to to have this talk, have this conversation. I hope we'll have time to discuss more on um, on prayer and just how God is moving in the in the world today. be
2: that'd be awesome oh, I
1: enjoy it yeah let me know hey guys thank you for paying, for being with us uh, I hope you enjoyed um, enjoyed this interview if you'd like to support the author or support Christian writers the link will be in the description below also if you'd like to get some merchandise like this uh, shirt uh bookstore dot uh, shirts mugs we got a whole bunch of stuff uh, Feel free to check out the merchandise uh, section on the website. All right, I hope you guys have a good day. God bless. Bye now.
0: Are you an avid reader searching for wholesome books? Have you been searching for new and exciting adventures or uplifting biographies? How about escaping in a fictional novel? a wholesome fictional novel, that is, then ChristianWritersBookstore.com is for you. There is so much to explore on ChristianWritersBookstore.com. It was designed to showcase and support authors and creators alike to get their story out, stories of encouragement and inspiration, stories to make you laugh or feel victorious. What can you find at ChristianWritersBookstore.com? Bible studies and devotions, biographies and memoirs, books about Christian living, children's books and comics. There's adventure, fantasy, fiction, thrillers, and suspense. Poetry, music, self-help, and educational materials. Meet the authors and hear their stories. Find blogs, vlogs, and YouTube videos, all meant to guide and encourage you. You can find this and much more at christianwritersbookstore.com That's Christian